You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Okay, big challenge this week, uh, going against another 5-4 team, just like us, uh, an AFC opponent, uh, a really good football team. And we got to go on the road and, and play our best uh, to try and get a win. Uh, they're very, very well coached, as you all know. Uh, I think just offensively, defensively, special teams, they're very sound, they're very physical. Uh, their offense is is a physical group. I think the quarterback is playing at a high level. It doesn't look like a rookie to me. Uh, they can play physical brand of football with a bunch of different running backs. So they have guys on the perimeter that can that can make plays, that can make contested catches, uh, some really good tight ends. So uh, presents a big challenge. And defensively, they're they're very big, long. Uh, you know, play a physical brand of football. They can play five on the line of scrimmage. They can get into a four down front. Uh, they can pressure. They they play shell. So it's it's a you know, an impressive uh, scheme uh, that, that can show you multiple looks. And then special teams, which they've always done a great job with, uh, you know, have great players. They play hard, really good schemes. So a uh, big week of preparation for us uh, to get ready to go on the road. Now, here's your host, my son, Thelonious7. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> my dogs by nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to The Opposition's Position on Dogs by Nature Radio. NFL Week 10, Miles and company take to the Cape looking to pillage in Plymouth as your Cleveland Browns try to trip up the New England Patriots in a highly anticipated Sunday afternoon showdown. So to help us prepare for the subtleties and subterfuge, we reached out again to Matty Ice of the Matty Ice Network. Hey, so my name is Matty Ice, and I'm the CEO of the Matty Ice Media Network. You can check us out at www.mattyicemedia.com. I started podcasting in August of 2020 during the pandemic after I was, you know, I had my son in March of 2020, and it's something that I always wanted to do. And as I started doing it with my friends, uh, some people who had shows that I didn't already have, I decided in January of this year to make a media network and to kind of pull together the shows that we were doing. And since then, I've started some other shows. But if you're looking for me, I'm the host of Drippin' Sports with Matty Ice. I'm the host of the Soulfully Casual podcast. And I'm also a co-host on a show, Political Football, that I do with two of my friends. And you can find those shows wherever you find your podcasts. And I'm happy to be here and answer some questions about the Patriots-Browns game. Matt, it's great to hear from you again. Thank you for taking your time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Well, we've dispensed for the pleasantries, so without any further ado, let's get into it. So apparently New England isn't like Cleveland, and it will not take a generation to rebuild after Tom Brady. How much of a shocker is this for Pats fans? Are you surprised to be sitting at 5-4 and four coming into Week 10? I think if you're asking me about whether it's surprising that the Patriots have been able to sort of turn things around a little bit quicker than normal, I think you have to look at Patriots Nation and kind of understand that there are two different sects of, of the Patriots fan base. First of all, I think many fans... Uh, who grew up under knowing that the Patriots were not very good before Tom Brady and that that franchise existed before Tom Brady uh, really understand what this run is like. And a lot of fans have been jaded by the winning, I'll be perfectly honest with you, but there is a very, very large subset of fans who only know winning. And so what you have seen from the Patriots in the last 20 years is something that is completely unprecedented. Uh, we will never see anything like this again, and we really didn't see anything like this beforehand. I mean, think about 19 seasons in the NFL. The NFL is a salary-capped league 
in which it is very, very difficult to translate success from year to year because you have so much turnover and there's so much parity in the league that it's very, very difficult to win. And so for the Patriots to have the same quarterback with the same coach, the same system, win six Super Bowls and basically be a contender every year for 19 years, that's unprecedented. And we really don't expect to see that uh, ever from a franchise. And so coming into this new run, this new regime, uh, last year was an outlier. Obviously, they were hamstrung by so many cap you know, cap situations, of course, Brady leaving, COVID. I mean, there's a lot to look at. They brought in a former MVP in Cam Newton, who played admirably, although his play wasn't all that great. The team was seven and nine, obviously not what you want, but they were a flip here, a fumble here from possibly being a 10-win team. And so coming into this season, knowing that they had so many things to fix, uh, they went into free agency, obviously, with a spending spree. They knew they had to get a quarterback for the future. And so knowing all those uncertainties, uh, you had to sort of take things as they came and sort of trust the process to use the the Clippers. If I mean, not the Clippers, the, the 76ers, if you will. But you had to trust Bill Belichick. So they go out and they draft a quarterback and they decide to start him. And that's where the trust factor comes in, that Bill Belichick has to know more than I do as a fan. And I figured coming into the season that they were going to have to be very run first, they're going to protect Mac Jones, and they're going to let him continue to grow, and they're going to figure out how to how to win some football games. And I had them as a 10-win team if everything went right, and here they are at 5-4, and four, and I guess it's not really surprising. I think maybe what's surprising is the trajectory of how they got here, starting 2-4 and four, and then being 5-4 and four with some of the wins that they have under their belt, but they are five and four. And as Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. Well, if the father of coaches is right, we're in for a fantastic game this Sunday. I want to ask you about your first round signal caller. Mac Jones looks like a real pro in his early outings. What can you tell us about his development curve? Can he win enough games to end your single season playoff drought? So much of the franchise's uh, success is hinged upon the quarterback situation. And most of the teams that are picking a quarterback in the top 10 are bad. And most of those franchises are bad. So for the Patriots to be sitting in the middle of the draft at 15, and this is a huge crop of quarterbacks this year, like we hadn't really seen in a group of quarterbacks this highly touted in a very long time. I mean, there's five very solid prospects out there. And when Mac Jones was getting a lot of love from the 49ers at number three, you kind of knew that that wasn't a good fit. And maybe that was some gamesmanship. But if you looked at it from the Patriots perspective, what worked for the coaching staff that they had in place and what they have done under the Bill Belichick era for the entirety of the last 20 years, Mac Jones, to me, really fit the bill. And when they decided to start him, I knew it's a rookie quarterback, right? And they don't have a lot of weapons. It's not as if they're putting Mac Jones on that 2018 with Matt Castle, where he had Randy Moss and Wes Welker. You're not putting him on a team with guys like that. There's a lot of journeyman guys, right? A lot of no-name guys. And so Mac Jones is going to come in and he's going to have to learn an offense, learn the NFL, learn the speed of the game. And he's going to have to do that on a game-by-game basis at a trial-by-fire. And so what did I want to see? Well, I wanted to see, first of all, if Mac Jones, what his floor was. And I think what we have learned from him is that his floor is he's not going to be a bust, like a total bust. But then the ceiling comes along. Like So what we've learned is that Mac Jones probably isn't going to lose games for them. But now what we need to know is he going to win games for them. And I think we're going to figure out a little bit more this coming week because they play the Browns, who are a team that I had in the Super Bowl coming into the season. And they have been somewhat disappointing. But I think you have to peel back the layers a little bit to understand that the record is what the record is. But the Browns have been an interesting interesting position 
obviously with COVID, obviously with Odell Beckham. And so I think you're going to find out a lot about Mac Jones. But what he has not done is really lost football games for them. And he's looked like the game doesn't scare him. Right, he's unflappable and he's coachable, and I think that's what you want to to sort of see. And I think we've seen him improve every week, even if the stats don't wow you on paper. Go look at Tom Brady's first year as a starter in New England in 2001. Those stats didn't wow you either, and that team won the Super Bowl. And obviously, Tom Brady is still playing at age 58. So I think Mac is doing just fine, and I think it was the perfect situation and the perfect guy for that situation. Definitely excited to see Mac Jones firsthand in this contest. Slightly more concerned about the rushing attack, though. Damian Harris seems to be carving out a vital role in this offense. What can we expect from the running game in this contest? So also, you know, sort of in tandem with the the Mac Jones pick is the Patriots had a pretty solid core of running backs. They have, you know, Damian Harris, and I really liked Ramondre Stevenson, to be quite honest with you. They lost James White for the year, who had been their perennial pass-catching back. But Damian Harris, I think, coming out of Alabama, Alabama running backs have traditionally been very good in college, but have had a little bit of trouble translating to the pros. And I think the Patriots coming in, knowing that they have Mac Jones, they want to protect Mac Jones, a little bit more of a conservative approach. I think they want it to be a run-first team. And I think that the expectations of that might have been a little bit too heavy for Damian Harris. First game of the season, he fumbles. Team's driving, I think he was inside the five-yard line against the Dolphins, which, by the way, up until this past weekend, had been the Dolphins' only win of the season. And I think what you have started to see from Damian Harris is that he's been getting more of the workload because he's getting trust from the coaching staff, and he is rewarding that trust. Again, the numbers aren't eye-popping. He's not going to go out there and do Derrick Henry-type stuff. He's not going to have 30 rushes for 180 yards but when you have four or five yards of carry you're getting into the end zone you're keeping the ball and you're allowing mac jones to stay protected that is i think what his role is and i think he's getting better and better and what i think that is is a symptom of the team learning how to win together to play to their strengths and i think now damian harris is feeling more confident they're getting stevenson the ball a little bit more which is allowing a little bit of a reprieve for Harris to do what he is better at, which is more the speed running type stuff. He is more the give it to me every single, you know, every single down back. And Ramondre Stevenson is coming in there for more of a LeGarrette Blunt type, uh, type approach, I guess. And I think that, that they're finding their rhythm there. And I think that that's why Damian Harris has looked so good. And his role has become more and more vital because of that confidence factor. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on both those players going into Sunday's contest. So this Patriots defense has some familiar faces and some new ones. Do they retain the same identity as their previous era? Who do Browns fans need to worry about in this one? So here's what I said about the Patriots coming into the season. I said that this team was going to look very, very similar to those early 2000 Super Bowl winning teams. And what did those teams have? Extremely solid defense. They always had a top 10 defense, if not a top five defense. And they, were, they weren't going to lose the game, right? They weren't going to make a lot of mistakes. Now, you can look at the offense and say that they've, they've made a lot of mistakes. But the defense has played, I think, outside of the Texans game and the Cowboys game. They have played excellent. And look at this game against Carolina. Coming in, it's a road game. They had a huge win on the road against uh, the Chargers, which was a game I think most people felt that they shouldn't have won. And the defense had a lot to do with that. So now you get Sam Darnold, who's an old foe from the AFC East, and they make him look just as bad 
bad as he had been in previous games. And the defense is scoring points for you. They're also changing the complexion of the game. Matt Judon has been an excellent pickup. Uh, he's a stud, and he has been the cornerstone of the offense. But of course, getting back those guys that they lost last year due to COVID. And I'm talking about the opt-outs. Hightower, right? He is the captain of the defense. And then you add a guy like Judon, who's another captain of the defense. The only thing about the defense that's worrisome is the fact that they have a thinning secondary. But Bill Belichick once started Troy Brown, who was a wide receiver at cornerback in a year that they won the Super Bowl. So again, I trust Bill to figure it out. But I think the defense is is really playing the way that I thought that they would now and I think they're hitting their stride and I think if you have to worry about one guy in that defense it's Matt Judon because he's playing with a ton of confidence knowing that he's playing for a franchise that is prioritizing winning and understands his role we know a little too much about Matt Judon here in Cleveland uh, so now it's time for predictions what are the major Patriots storylines going into this what are the keys to victory how does this game play out, and do you have a final score for us? So predictions for this game. This game actually kind of is interesting to me on paper because I think coming in, you have two storylines. Obviously, you have a surging Patriots team who has done a lot of their big work lately against bad teams. Blowing out the Jets doesn't give you anything. Beating Carolina is a team that feels like they should beat with Darnold playing as bad as he has been. And the Chargers game, well, the Chargers, I think we know are good, but how good I think is still a little bit out there. The Browns come in with a lot of drama with the Odell Beckham thing, but we know that they have an elite defense. Obviously, Miles Garrett is an elite player. They've had a few missteps on offense. They haven't seemed to quite click there. Baker's been hurt with the rotator cuff injury. Obviously, Kareem Hunt being out is a huge piece. Nick Chubb has had to miss time, and he could miss time this week for COVID. And I think that's why the Patriots have a little bit of an advantage because I think they're coming in more healthy and more cohesive. But... The Browns figured out a lot of stuff last week against the Bengals, and I think it was a very telling result because the Bengals had come in, well, mostly looking like a very improved team, and maybe they're not quite as improved as they looked at 5-2, and two, but I think they're not the easy win that they had been in the past, and the Browns took it to them a week after all that drama unfolded. And so I think if they're going to build on that, then that is something to watch out for. It's, a, it's an away game for the Browns. It's Baker. And if Baker is going to play that confident, I think they have a chance. But I think that the defense of the Patriots is going to give him problems if they can get to him. And if they can take away the running game, especially if Nick Chubb isn't going to play, I think that's going to play a huge factor because Baker, to my, at least my opinion yet, hasn't quite proven that he can consistently win you a football game with his arm. And especially if he's playing hurt I like the Patriots here, but I like the Patriots in a very low-scoring affair. I'm thinking something like 20 to 17. And I, if you told me that the Browns were going to win 24 to 20, I would believe that as well. But I'm just thinking coming in, Baker, you know, hostile defense, an elite defense that we know has been playing well, a surging Patriots team that has a lot of confidence, and Stefanski against Belichick. You got to give the advantage to the the season coach, the Super Bowl winning coach every time. And I just think that the Patriots are going to win an ugly game in New England, 20 to 17. I guess we'll see on Sunday. Our guest for the show is Matty Ice of the Matty Ice Media Network. He can be found at Matty Ice Media on Twitter. Matt, before you go, do you have any parting thoughts for our audience? I definitely be, appreciate being on the show. I definitely appreciate uh, being able to give my insight about the, the Patriots team that I've been rooting for uh, my whole life. 
Uh, check out MattyIceMedia.com for the other shows that I'm on and the other shows that I produce. It means a lot. It's a, a labor of love for me. And uh, enjoy watching your football. I, I highly suggest if you never have to watch Red Zone or pick up Red Zone, it's one of the best ways to watch football. And it's how I got my wife into watching football coupled with fantasy football. So hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, I can't wait to work with you again and be on the show again. And uh, take care, everybody. Peace. Matt, outstanding job. And some good advice as well. Thank you for taking the time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to The Opposition's Position on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. Take care and go Browns.